welcome back to manifest your success we are on chapter 1 and today our topic is self belief and its constraints self belief and constraints is a very essential part of our life henry ford famous quote was a spot on self belief is an essential ingredient for success albert laszlow was the a professor at the northern eastern university and the author of the formula the universal law of success found that the self belief plays a major role in succeeding icn life often we assume that people who went to a university like harvard become high achievers because of their education we think that ivy league graduates somehow get different training or use their brand name education to open doors and that's what make them successful in the long term but barbersi's research suggests that students don't excel because of the school they attend the single determinant of long term success was arrived from the best college a kid mary applied to even if she didn't get in baba sirot meaning that if she applied to harvard got rejected and went to northeastern her success was on her a par with the that the harvard graduates who matched the sats on high school grades is it that weird turns out that self believe the confidence to apply to a great school matters more than the school you want to Barbersi's research backs up that the American industrialist Henry Ford said decades ago whether you think you can or think you can't you are probably right each of us has known disappointment and a reversal in the course of our life and this is little dumb that we shall have to have them again the temptation or the urge to give up is a common one not nobody is exempt from that let us attempt that fact that failure isn't something many of us can handle gratefully i mean this is not common to deal something negative gracefully and even though we know it's a common human condition we are somehow always surprised when it happens to us it's called the magic circle game and many of our children have likely played it in school the game works like this each day one child is given a badge that say i'm great then the other children take turns praising the great child and and actually these compliments are written down and given to the child on the surface this simple game may not seems damaging every child needs to feel valued right i mean it is very common phenomena that we like appreciation we like to be praised but upon close inspection and despite its intention This game is actually doing more than harm than good. The game and others like it came about as part of the self-esteem movement, a philosophy that begins it uh, in the late 1970. Expert says it was started because educators were becoming increasingly aware that many of their students were dealing with the stressful circumstances outside of school and they needed something positive to build their sense of self. Self-esteem is difficult to decline but it is it, it is very very uh, important act to actually define your own self esteem but on the most basic level it can be defined as how one view themselves the concept of self esteem can be divided into two major categories worth and competence The self-esteem movement was assumed to be so effective that children of the movement would be the first 
fruits of a better, more positive and productive society. Their assumptions may be wrong. But two recent articles have revealed some important information on the children of the self-esteem age. Children who are currently growing up are or are already adults. The first published in the Wall Street Journal title, The Most Praised Generation Goes to Work, sheds light on how the, these self-esteem children are doing as young adults. The author Jeffrey Jeslaw reports that both bosses and professors are feeling the need to lavish more praise on young adults, particularly 20-somethings or else they would you know, either under an unfamiliarly uh, compliment difficulties or he adds that a lot of today's young adults tend to feel insecure if they are not regularly stroked or complimented. What's more, corporations are going so far as a hire consultants to teach managers how to compliment employees using email and prize packages to simple going little more than showing up to work. Another article by the Associate Press cites a new study that found today's college students are significantly more narcissistic than their predecessors. Narcissism is a personality disorder marked specifically by an inflated sense of importance, a lack of empathy and credibility of learning from others, and the inability to accept criticism, even if it is constructive. Psychologists worry that the trend would be harmful to personal relationship and society as a whole. The researchers who conducted the study describe it as the largest ever of its type and report that the average college student was 30% more narcissistic than the average student in 1982. Even though these researches were done on students, all of us are still in some way or other students all throughout our life. This problem of too much praise often harm us by building up too much self-esteem. We constantly like to hear well done, well done. And this is things nurtured in us growth of puffed up egos. Thinking more highly of ourselves than we ought to think is called pride. Thinking less highly of ourselves than we ought to think is false humil humility. Thinking about ourselves soberly is true humility. Humility. We need to realize our sense of worth as well as the fact that we are not totally worthless. Yet, narcissistic tendencies in society are a strong indicators that we aren't living soberly. This is not to say that you know uh, we don't need to compliment here or there because that we well, that's what we do. But these compliments needs to be tempered and digested internally, judiciously. Right? The goal of each of us is that make it a practical to guide ourselves to the understand our worth without pride. And this is what builds in us the, the way the self-believe to propel forward in the mindset of con constraint. We can observe this quality while studying the exemplary life of many people. For example, in Bible, St. Paul says in Philipp Philippians, Two is uh, verses three four that we should do nothing from selfishness and empty concept, but with humility of mind, let each of you regard one another as more important than himself. Do not merely look out for your own personal interest, 
but also for the interest of other our success is inbuilt in our customer success and only by courageously projecting the uniqueness that we could offer to our customers in a humble way catering of their interest first and foremost rather than our own defines the true process of understanding the perseverance of the success so what are your thoughts how do you treat yourself and how do you build your self belief that's the question i would like to ask to myself and to yourself don't forget to leave your comment what is you, how did you build your self belief have you gone through any positive or negative side share your comment uh, you share your experience we would love to hear the, your story your side of uh, constraints and what do you think about your today's episode don't forget to like share and comment share the pride share the self esteem share the love to everyone else that's it for now thank you so much for listening and we will see you in our next episode